listening to the Musea podcast. My name is Michael Howard. I'm the founder of Musea. This is episode 79. I had the pleasure of talking with Shannon Griffin. She is a family and boudoir photographer down in Florida. We had a really great conversation on Musea spaces. This was recorded live where we were taking questions from the audience. Um, the conversation was around finding your ideal client, building a business that serves a very specific audience creating filters that lead you to land your perfect clients and increasing the level of service you provide. We will be doing more of these in the future. If you'd like to join our online community, it's free. Uh, It's not on Facebook. Uh, It's our own private community that you can check out. It's museaspaces.com. You can uh, create an account there, uh, talk with other photographers. Uh, You can rewatch this conversation there and you can re-watch previous conversations we've had also on Musea Spaces. So we just wanted to uh, thank Shannon so much for joining me and we hope you enjoy our conversation. As always, uh, we are going to take questions. So as we get going throughout the hour, yeah, just throws a million questions into chat so that, I mean, you definitely have a say in where our conversation goes. We have some kind of bullet points that we want to talk about, but we are free to let this go anywhere. Uh, so we definitely want you to participate. Uh, Shannon, thank you so much for being here. It's good to connect thank again. Thank <laughs> you. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan woman of you guys. I mean, you know that. I always yeah, sing yeah. those praises. So. Yeah. Yeah. We, we appreciate it. We're big fans of you and what you do. Thanks. So it's mutual respect here. <laughs> um, tell us just give us a quick for anybody that may not know a bit, you know, history. Give us like sure. a two-minute, two-minute rundown of sure. So I uh I went to school for photography. I graduated in 2006. Um, I started in weddings like everybody does. And then in when COVID hit, I was already trying to transition out of weddings. Um, my heart wasn't in it anymore. Um, and I felt like when I would show up for weddings, it was somebody else's playbook and I didn't call the shots. I was just there to shoot from a list and it just crushed my soul. So mm-hmm. I, and when COVID hit and my weddings got canceled, luckily I only had like two, um, it hit me and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I hate what, like it got to the point where I like loathed them, them. like the day of, I would get sick to my stomach. So what ended up happening was I was like, I've got to supplement with family and boudoir sessions um in order to like quit weddings and that month i took weddings off of my website a friend was like just do it tell the universe like it's time i was so scared and then i ended up booking my highest paying family session you guys did all of the prints uh you helped me so much with that i was emailing and calling mm-hmm. michael like every day i'm like i don't know <laughs> what's this size this is custom yeah. um so so yeah that family session i ended up making forty thousand dollars off of from an hour session and i was like I got off the phone with her after she paid the invoice and I just bawled to my husband. I was like, I can do this. I can quit wedding. I quit weddings that day. Like haven't wow. taken another wedding. And so now I'm doing full service um, boudoir and family sessions. And then I'm also mentoring on the side because I love teaching the process. Like I'm so passionate about the business side of it now. So mm-hmm. it's been a huge transition just in the last like two years. It's been Plus huge. having a child. <laughs> so a lot going listen on. i don't have to be a mom right now so i'm like yeah yeah, yeah for this hour yeah. yeah we're not yeah yeah i gotcha that's awesome yeah um and we need yeah the the industry is like 
I know it feels like there's a lot of like mentors and educators out there, but I feel like, you know, we, the industry is in an interesting, weird place. And so I think yeah. we, we need as many quality mentors helping people, yeah. which has been the history of the photo industry is yeah. photographers that are a little farther down the path, helping people that are just starting the path kind of find And here's it, the find, other thing, get way, out, so. get out of the damn industry. That's my, like a lot of what yeah. I teach on is stuff that I've learned from other entrepreneurs or like mm -hmm. other creatives that I've done. I've been in mastermind groups with that it's like, because we learn from other photographers, we're all doing it the same way. And so it's right. like, we've got to get out of that where it's like, well, this is how this IPS photographer does it. So I have to do it this way. And this is how I should price my products and this. And it's like, you don't have like study people who have art in museums, study people who do commission work, uh, talk to other creatives out there that do like painters. How, do, how are they doing it? How are they charging? So that's mm -hmm. getting out of that is. And my other thing is a lot of photographers do like it's it's workshops or it's like I have this pre-designed course, which is great. It's a great side income. But I didn't even know I wanted to coach. And then finally I had people that are like, I love the way that you do it. Would you consider mentoring? And I was like, I just need to put something together. So that's why it's it's hard for some people when they start doing it with me to not, it's like they are used to everything being so regimented. But I'm like, no, this is like back and forth. Like we're going to create this around what you want to focus on. Like it's not mm. one size fits all. So getting out of that one size fits all i think for your business in general in the photography world is what changed my business overnight like just completely changed it yeah because it's so much mindset it's like 99 percent right. mindset yeah yeah it is yeah it's so some so much of like mental uh cultural stuff that we pick up within either just the industry or in anywhere in general um and we kind of put self can like constraints on ourselves they don't necessarily yep. have to be there and we kind of tell ourselves like oh, i can't do it that way because nobody else does it that way yep. or whatever but it's like okay to like just literally carve your own path yeah um but and for us you know i know it's hard because it's harder to do that and humans yeah. are wired to like not expend energy like we want to scary is the easiest thing like that's Absolutely. what we're attracted to Absolutely. um but easy doesn't always mean it's the best long-term path so. nope um, and we only get one beautiful, crazy life. Like, why right. the hell would we take the same path everybody else has taken? Yeah. Like, yeah. and that and that mindset is so scary and limiting too. Like, I talked to someone who's a wedding photographer, and she's like, "I'm already the highest. Like, I'm I'm in line with everyone. Like, I know what the top person is charging. I'm like, charge more than that because at this point, if you're in the same area, then people are, or you're only like a thousand dollars more. People are going to be like, well, is it worth it? I'm like charge a shit ton more and be the one photographer in town that does it different because guess what there are people that want it and are asking for that level of service and they just don't know that they can have that or they're bringing other people in to do the job that you could be doing like i don't mm -hmm. care how small your town is there's at least a couple of people that want that like they want it and they're they're hungry for it yeah yeah that's fantastic hey brooke glad you're here don't worry we just got started so you're good <laughs> you missed uh, everything brooke we missed everything and that's a wrap thanks for coming it's fantastic um all right so yeah what you're touching on is perfect for um something's been on my mind and what you had posted something on instagram last week or something and i was like oh we need to have a conversation because <laughs> we're like simpatico or whatever we're like in the symmetry right now um but I, just overview what I just getting your initial thoughts. The thing I wanted to talk about was creating a business that isn't for everyone, mm -hmm. because 
it's something that I always, you know, I when I'm creating the lab and creating Musea, it's something I've always, I, I struggle with and I fight on a daily basis of like, who are we for, who yep. are we not for? Yep. And being convicted on that, regardless yep. of my emotions that might swing from day to day. And No matter you know, how much money you see in your bank account right. dwindling yeah. to say right. I'm not like, going to oh, take this need... client, it is yeah. I, it's, yeah. it's when I mentor, that's the first question I ask. I said, how ready are you for a throw up moment? Like, right. I need to know if you're ready to do this because it's going to be scary as hell. Like, it's scary. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. But I've never looked back. Right. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So just, I guess you're just your initial thoughts on like where you're at this week uh, recently on creating a business that's not for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you run so with it. I mean, I think the easiest way to look at it is like, I'm, so I'm not a handbag person. I'm not a Louis Vuitton. Like I could care less about that, but there are people that really value that. So it's okay that even if somebody's looking for a photo session to be like, that, this is not a good fit for me. So, I mean, I get, I get a ton of inquiries and my booking rate is very low um, because mm -hmm. I take them through a process. Um, and if you don't want to go through that process, you're not going to enjoy working with me. If you are not looking to spend a certain amount of money, you're not going to want to work with me. But more than anything, what my process does is it weeds out people that aren't looking for an artist. They're looking for someone to show up, take a few photos, give them some digital files and be done with it. And I let people know, like in the initial email, I have. So what I tell the people I mentor is in the initial inquiry, have at least one red flag question. So, you know, when that inquiry comes in. If you're like, this probably isn't going to be a good fit. And I tell them in my email back to them, hey, I just want to let you know the way that you answered this question. I don't think we're going to be a good fit, but let me go ahead and send you my process page in case this is an experience you didn't know that you wanted. And now it sounds like something that you want. And most of the time, I never hear back from them. But every once in a while, I'll get that person that's like, I didn't even know this was a thing that people offered or this sounds amazing. Like you to take all of this off my plate. I'm a mom. Like, I don't want to have to think about this. So um, just, I think people feel like it's mean to turn other people down or say no, or take them through a certain process. But in my mind, it's the kind thing to do because you're not wasting somebody's time. You're mm -hmm. not wasting their time and you're not wasting your time. So I just, I am definitely not for the masses. I don't do many sessions. I don't just want to show up on the day of and photograph your family. Like, I want to get to know you so that I can create a piece of art that when you walk into your home, you're like, oh my God, like this is my family and I treasure this and this is going to be in my family for generations. And if people don't value, it's okay. It's okay if people don't value photography. I, I don't have an issue with them, but they're not my client because mm -hmm. this isn't going to be fun for anybody involved if it's not something that they value. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Uh, Brooke, uh, she she does family and like a boudoir work. Yeah. So used to do weddings, but she's quit quit weddings. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I would take one for the right price, but. Right. Yeah. Somebody's like, like fifty thousand. You'd be like, like oh, okay. I yeah. know my starting price. People are like, what? I'm like, if you want it. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Never say no. Just make it worth right. it. Right. No, that's not right. true. That's not true. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, right. And it's the same way. I mean, with any business, same way with us, like, you know, when we have photographers come in and they're, you know, they, they're coming from like a high, 
uh, volume, yep. low, low price lab or something. And so they, I kind of can tell they're like running from this point A and they're like end up landing over in our place. And they, there's yeah. a lot of assumptions that like it's the same experience and we have yep. to like slow them down. Yes. And be like, no, 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 we don't do that. <laughs> like we're right, right. We're we don't ship it in 24 hours, like stuff's a little slower here. There's more intentionality, like you know, my let's, clients, let's have a conversation. My clients first, like, love so. this. My yeah. client in my initial email, I tell them tell them that it's probably gonna be like a three-month process from ordering to mm -hmm. getting everything because quality control and design and like custom and all of that. And the clients that I work with all, every single time are like, I'm in no rush. Like, this is something that I'm going to have for years to come. I care more about quality. Like, I let them know from that initial, the initial email. I'm like, if this, if you're in a hurry, because I get so many inquiries that are like, I need a boudoir session for my, my weddings next month. And I'm like, can't do it. Sorry, it's not going to happen. Like, I'm turning people down left and right that want a session right away. And they may have the money, but I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, we're not rushing this process. So it's you just like pinpointed right there that you guys are not for everyone, but you're so for people like me and my clients, because to me, mm -hmm. I want you to take that extra week if you need it to make sure that that photo is ex printed exactly how I needed it to be printed or my clients so that it's archival and then they have it for years. Like to me, that is such a beautiful thing. And everything today is instant gratification. And to have somebody that's old school that's like we're gonna do this by hand and we're gonna if you i mean i said it before the amount of times i've called you or emailed <laughs> you and i'm like can you just help me with the math like we right. sat down <laughs> and like yeah. figured out dimensions together and it's just yeah. like i've left labs that have had fine print quality but like the customer if the customer service is lacking them out because that's the level I give to my clients. I expect that whoever I work with that I'm throwing money at is going to give me that level of service. And you guys, hands down, mm -hmm. I tell everyone about it. And you didn't ask me to promote you, everyone. Like, <laughs> this isn't a this pitch. Is it's just like, yeah. I'm so passionate about the work that I do for my clients. I need an end result that's going to match my level, my quality of work. Like, And you right. guys nail it every single time, like right. every time. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah, we try. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think a lot of this starts with, you know, so creating a business not for everyone is pretty scary because a lot of people, if they're coming from a shoot and burn background or they're in a financial like strain, yes. there's a lot of a pressure to like, I, yep. need to, I need to book and book and book. Um, yep. And I'll worry about like getting like the great clients later. Yeah. Um, but then you're crawling out of that hole because you keep getting the same clients. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of create like this cycle for yourself that you never really break out of truly until like yes. you really put your foot down and like yep. this is where we draw yep. the line. And it's going to, that transition is going to be, there's a, a lag and it's going to be slow for a little bit. But yeah, long term, you're going to build, build something. Yep. Um, you know, that in five years, if you keep at it, it you're going to be in a great, yeah and it's the same with pricing place. when people are like why well, this year i raised my price by 200 dollars." i'm like i know that seems scary to you but you're still in that weird area yeah like i feel like a lot of times people raise it enough where they're too expensive for where they were but the luxury client or the person i hate the word luxury the person who wants that quality of service that you have to charge a lot because you're devoting like 40 hours to them total like then you're too cheap for them where they're wondering why you're not charging enough. So it's this weird 
it's, in the, it's middle, the same yeah. kind of thing with like you know changing from vol volume to value it's like it's scary but i always tell people like price yourself where you want to be two years from now because if you just keep doing this like tiny incremental it's just like it takes forever to get out of it like forever it's mm -hmm. it's yeah and you're getting the same referrals and the same clients and it's a cycle and it's just it's scary but it's like rip the band-aid off yeah 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 i was thinking so like personal a little bit of like something i ran across recently um or something i'm experienced recently is um so like my 20 year wedding anniversary is coming up next week Yay. congratulations um thanks <laughs> so you know i was like well we, we have a, a trip planned in early june that's like the real thing but for celebration but like the day of like we're still here so i was like we gotta do something um and so i was like well at least we need to go out for dinner right so it's like immediately i'm looking for a nice place like i'm not yeah. gonna go where I would go on my everyday, like I, yeah, I yeah, get yeah. food somewhere that's like faster, or quicker, or whatever. But I'm intentionally needing something that's like experience. It's crafted as an experience. I know I'm gonna yep. pay more for it, but like, yep. you know that that's what I that's what I want. That's what I want to go through. Um, and that restaurant is not for people that want to spend fifteen dollars. Like they're right. there for people that want to spend two hundred dollars on the right. on an evening. Right. And and that restaurant is not gonna complain and throw a fit when if the fifteen dollar person walks in and is like upset right. that they're in the right. wrong zone. It's like you're this this space isn't for you. Like you, right. know, you gotta go somewhere else. So right. um I feel like as photographers, we sometimes as creatives, we don't have these clearly defined brand values that work we're for yeah. this specific experience. And like if you don't fit in that, then yes. Yes. Emotionally, like we have to detach ourselves from like being disappointed that we can't serve them. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And my thing, so I talk about this too with, I, cause I totally get it. And I've gone back and forth like, okay, but what about like the single mom who really just wants beautiful photos of her children and she can't afford it? So my thing is how many of those can you do and still sustain for your own family? Like you can only do so many, but if you're charging what you need to charge and making the rules in your own business, what you can do is once a month say, I'm going to give a session away. And mm -hmm. then you don't have resentment. You're not like, I can't pay my bills because no one's paying. Cause I don't, I like, my thing is I like have no space when people resent their clients. Like you set your prices, you tell people your value and you tell people what to pay you. Once you get to that point where you're angry that someone's so annoying and wanting so much from you and only paid you a certain amount, like you did that, buddy. Like you, you're the one that did that to yourself. No one told you that 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 should be your price. So that's kind of my feeling with it. Um, you know, set the expectations, charge what you need to charge, and then you can give back in ways that you want to give back because you're not hurting for money. And then you can volunteer whenever you want to volunteer. So. Yeah. That's kind of how I look at it. Yeah, no, I love that. Totally agree. Um, we'd love to kind of go through a, a, something practical. Like, yeah. do you have any specific advice on like helping somebody find their ideal client? Like, do you have like yeah. a worksheet, questions? Like, is there a process? Yeah. To so do when I was first doing it, like I went to Google and I was like, how do you find your ideal client? Which had good stuff. Like, it's totally true. Mm -hmm. I think like, so many people spend money on, um, like for wedding photographers, I'll see that they spend hundreds of dollars to be featured like on Style Me Pretty or be in their little black book or whatever else. 
it's always, especially when you get to this level of service, like once a year, maybe I'll book someone who found me off Google because it's just like at my prices, it's a referral based thing. Like someone went into somebody's house and they saw the work and they're like, who did your photos or the, the client like raves about me and they tell their friends. So for me, it really depends on your pricing, where you are, level of service that you're giving. So it doesn't make sense for me to like put ads in places or any of that. I need to be like ground level meeting people. That's where I need to be. So at first, like a couple of years ago when I was really getting into my area, I did something where there's like a socialite group that they have like this monthly fee that you pay and you're a member and they meet up every couple of months. So I emailed them and I was like, "Can I, I would love to be a member. And it was only like 200 bucks for the year. And they were like, well, can we trade you? Can you shoot the events and we'll give you a membership? And I was like, oh, this would be a great way to meet people. Sure. I didn't work. Like, I didn't want to be viewed as the event photographer because that's not what I do. And you're working. Like, you can't really go up to someone with a camera and be viewed, like, as an equal. It's just, there's just this weird relationship that you start. Um, so the next year they were like, do you want to do this again? I was like, can I just be, can I just pay the $200 and be a member? Like I want to go to the events and like have luncheons and do this with people. So I think getting on a level where you're actually like doing the same things that your ideal clients are doing. Um, one big thing I talk about is like, do you love going to museums? Is that something that you love doing? A lot of times I, I know where I am, the main museum, it's, it's, it seems like a lot, but it's like 700 bucks for a year to be a member. But they have like three VIP dinners where you're literally rubbing elbows with art collectors, artists, um, curators, like all of that stuff. So it's like thinking outside the box of like who you like, who is your ideal client? So for me, it's someone who values art. That could honestly be a teacher, a nurse, someone who doesn't even make a lot of money, but saves up for a few years to say, I'm going to do this once every 10 years. This is worth it to me. They have to value art. Where do people go that value art? museums they go to art shows they go to stuff like that so getting in with those kind of people and researching um you can do like google alerts set up and i don't i did it a long time i don't remember how to do it but you can google it um where you can have like trigger words that if something's posted in your area it'll send you an email like if there's an exhibit coming up mm -hmm. and something's going on so then i was getting like networking events stuff like that um my other thing is get away from other photographers, stop going to photography, networking events, start, stop going to like, those are not your clients. Like go to somewhere where there's lawyers or doctors or artists or like, you know, just other, uh, you know, just other, other areas. Um, I think it's uncomfortable and we don't want to get out of that. And so we just keep doing the easy things, but it's like, why would you go to a photographer thing to get clients? Like that just doesn't even make sense. Um, so that's kind of, that's kind of where I have gotten mine, where it's just like events, like local events that are coming up. Um, my other thing is if there's like galas and stuff and you have like 300 bucks to sit at a table at a gala, go to a gala. Um, donate. I do one of my, that, that huge client of mine every year, their private school on Fisher Island. And every year they have um, a gala to raise money for the school. And so I donate a session, but I talk on that too. There's a way to do it. Um, to make sure that you're getting like qualified people um, to do it. But yeah, just like donating to galas and stuff. Um, just be smart about it. Like don't throw it around everywhere. Don't give everyone gift certificates. Like um, I know another one someone does. We have, I live in like one of the wealthiest counties in the state or the country. 
And I know of people, I haven't done it yet, but there's people that like work with real estate agents that are, cause mm-hmm. a lot of real estate agents want to give gifts to their clients that buy a home, like multi-million dollar mm-hmm. homes. It's one of those things that's like, Hey, can I work with you to do a gift certificate where like they get a session and maybe two eight by tens. And then that way you can like do the actual like sales session after. Cause most of the time you're going to upsell after something like that. And those are pre-qualified clients. Like right. you've talked to the realtor and you can be real with them. Like if they seem like something, like do they have art in their home? Do they like, you can ask questions, like don't just give this to anyone. But if you talk to someone and you think that they would really appreciate this, it's also a gift for you. Cause it looks good. It's like a thousand dollar value looks good to you for you and your company. Mm-hmm. And then they're getting something out of it. Yeah. 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 This is all fantastic. Yeah. Cause I get, I get a lot of photographers that like, you know, they, they want to work with people that have like a higher level of value for um, photography and art and they want custom printed things and they want to work with us and the things we do they they can feel kind of the shared values that we have yeah Um, and i think like the number one thing that i'm running into is a lot of photographers they they just don't know where to find people yeah yeah um and the marketing and how to get those clients and so um there's a lot of photographers spending a lot of time on social media and a lot of time on their SEO and a lot of yeah. this kind of stuff. Um, and so sometimes another, it fits. I think another, those, another yeah. one. So you guys printed my gallery work for that gallery that I was in for six months, yeah. which was like, it was huge for me because even if, even if it was like, no one buys these, what it does for credibility and the people that I met when I would go to the gallery. So that's what I tell people too. I'm like, even if you're in a small town, if you have a gallery space, get to know the owner and be like, is there a wall I can rent? Or can I donate a few pieces? Uh, can I come up here and work? Like, it, is there a co-working space? Can I be up here to talk to people who walk by and view my art? Just meeting people doing something like that. And then you're also getting looked at as like a gallery artist. So that when people come to you for a session, it's legit. You're like, I've been in a gallery before and I do mm-hmm. custom printed work. And you can see it like, come to the gallery and come see my work. Like it gives you a little bit of credibility too. Um, yep. Stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is all fantastic. Um, Brooke asks, do you bring printed materials to hand to people or just make connections to follow up on? What do you do to meet people? What's so when I meet people, okay. So my big thing that I teach on when I mentor when people know is elevator pitch. It's such a big one and people make themselves so small when they do this. So I know I used to do it where people, I would go to a networking event or I would be somewhere with people that I knew were my ideal clients. And it was like, what do you do? And I'm like, uh, I shoot weddings and like, and families. And then that was it. And they're like, okay, another photographer. So my big thing now is like, how can you make it to where they feel something when you talk to them? So a really great thing is to, to maybe talk about like your last great client that you photographed. So for me with that family, when they're like, what do you do? I'm like, um, I help women feel seen. I help them find out who they are maybe for the first time or again. I help moms stop being in the background of their photos. Um, you know, I had this this last session I did. She was going through a divorce. She wanted art for her house and didn't really know what to do with it. And I did the session for her and we ended up designing like four different gallery walls for her. 
And I had my installer come and when I was going to leave, she was crying and she thanked me and was like, I've been looking at this spot for three years. My life has changed so much. And you've given me something that every day I walk into this house, I have a new life with my two kids. That that's just our space now. And you gave that to me. And it's like, okay, so what have I done now when, when these people are listening to me, they've heard that I print custom work. I've done four wall galleries for this client. They heard that I, um, what else? That I work with women, moms. Moms is a big one because so many moms are not in their own photographs. And they, mm -hmm. the last time they've gotten their photograph taken has been years and it's usually not with their kids. I mentioned that I have a custom installer that comes into the house. So it's like, you're kind of planting these seeds as you're doing it, but it's also like, I need a photo session with my kids or I don't feel seen. But like, how much more powerful is that? And you can condense it to like a 30 second talk. But instead of being like, I, I'm a boudoir photographer, like, it's so boring. Like, who the hell cares? I don't care. And then they just go to the next person. But it's like, now you've set yourself apart. They know that you print your work. You do custom. I didn't mention digitals. I didn't mention any of that. Like, now they know what I do on like a real basis. And mm -hmm. I stop saying photographer most of the time. Like, that's usually not even in there. I'd say I'm an artist. I create art for women, custom art. It's always custom, 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 custom. Because I don't just show up and be like, you need this eight by 10 in this space. Like, we're going to measure your walls. We're going to do this completely custom for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which I think is a great, I think the word custom, premium, things like this are great um, little fil filtering terms because, yeah. um, you know, if somebody hires an interior designer or something or something like that, like, it's custom like the interior designer usually isn't can't give them necessarily a price right away like there's exactly. kind of like we need to have a phone conversation yep. we need to know like yep. how big's your space what are yep. we talking about what what's your what is your you know what's your budget what mm -hmm. how much are we designing you know yep. is this a one bedroom are we doing the whole house living room like and that's the level of service these people are, are used to and that's yeah. i when i go to a photographer's page and they have their i see so many family photographers do this it works for you that's fine but it, you're shooting yourself in the foot when you go to their their investment page and they have their full pricing here's an album here's this and i'm like what you're telling that client is you are one size fits all there's nothing custom you're just like everybody else that they could go to. So when I send stuff over, I tell them my average client investment begins here. I cannot give you a price because I do not know what you're going to need in your home. When we sit down to do your planning consultation, we will go over full pricing of what I offer. But I'm also during that consultation going to get to see your walls and see what you need so that I can give you a realistic like, okay, now is this in your budget? Like, is this what you planned for? Because mm -hmm. I don't want to get down the line and they love their photos and they can only afford two photos and then no one's happy. And then they're upset with me or it's just not a custom experience. And then but would they ha I'm not memorable at that point. And I haven't created something for them that's like going to blow them away. Right. Yeah. It's something, and uh, there's a couple of really great questions we'll get to in chat here in a second. But so I'm pretty, you know, transparent. I, I, I tend to post and share a lot of stuff of like I overshare everything that I'm <laughs> thinking about with a company or whatever. Yeah. Um, so one of my thoughts the past couple of weeks i don't i don't know if we're gonna do this like this is a, <laughs> just a qualified statement don't hold right me here. to this don't hold me to this <laughs> but um i i'm there's a lot of framing that out there that's like such a higher level even though what 
we offer that's like so yeah. custom, like just yeah. so like the frame itself is like the frame is an art piece. Yeah. Yep. Also, um, that are you know, it's like, oh, I want this like Japanese inspired, hand drawn, closed yep. cornered, hand carved. You're already making beef. me excited. So now I'm like, like no, I'm holding you to this. <laughs> yeah. So like if you have a client that has like, oh, they have like you know, they're like yeah. Asian American or whatever. Like yep. none of the frames we offer can speak to like a family history like that, but there are yeah. custom framers out there that hand carve this stuff. There's very few shops in the U.S. because it's the price point's ridiculous. Yeah, right. But I go to their websites and their Instagram and they're busy. They're so busy. Like people are buying this stuff. There's so it's, much money to be had. Like that's the thing. People will pay for it and they don't know where to go for it. So if you right. can provide that... They just right. don't like my clients don't know they don't want and my thing is they don't want to like they don't want to research oh, in, so much in that frame they don't want to do right. that they want to hire someone that's like i have this that will custom fit your house and they're like right. thank you like yeah. people are so scared to show something custom because of the price and i'm like but your clients are paying for it you're not paying for it your clients are paying right. for it stop right. being so scared and the worst they're going to say yeah. is no right <laughs> yeah um and so it's it's just shifts even in my mind of like yeah because you know the left harpers we get there's pressure to like lower prices compete with like other labs and stuff and part no, of me is like no. well instead of doing that no. like what if we go even higher and do something like that's never been done you're my person where, where we're just <laughs> like it's the people that make museum frames like we yep. actually bring that to like that anybody can buy like it's like this you know where it's like maybe it costs the client ten thousand for one frame but yeah. it's like there's no frame it's an art piece. really in the world. Yep. And that frame is also an heirloom. Yeah. Yeah. I think about that with like the super, so. super posed portrait photographers. I have a few friends that do like this beautiful studio work. Like if I had that money and I would look for, I would want the frame. I mean, that's an art piece at that point. Mm -hmm. Like what's $10,000 when you just like paid this portrait photographer and you have this huge art piece. Like, yes, please right. do that. Like 22 karat gold like leafed kind of thing oh. whatever so anyway it's just something in the back of my head that i'm thinking yeah but, um, we'll keep thinking about it I need to make some i'm gonna email you every week i'm gonna be like do it do it but even the framers if i want to call them they don't have prices it's like i have to call them and i have to go yeah. through the process that you do with your clients i have to go through that with them yep because they're gonna be like well how big is the art piece like exactly which which one you want it like yep like I have to have a whole long discussion with them about before I can kind of nail down. I love that so much. So it's going to be whatever. Um, and they have to make it and ship the entire frame. Like it's not assembled. Like we get, you know, yeah. so the big frame, they have to freight ship just the frame to us. And then you guys have to do it and then you have to create ship so, it. Yeah. Yeah. Then we'd have the yeah. same. But anyway. Um, yeah. So a couple of questions. So Annie said, can you break down the 40 K shoot? Yeah. Sure. So yeah. Like, on the client and. Yep. What's, so I love to talk about this too. She was a referral from a photographer that I'm friends with. So talented, $2,000 all inclusive, like all digitals, everything. So she couldn't do the shoot. She referred her to me and she had told me her budget was around $5,000. So I never like, I always know that that's subjective. Um, so I was like, great. Well, you could get like my smallest, whatever you can get a few prints, whatever that is. So my, just to work with me 1450 so that's just like for my vision um it's my commission fee so after that everything's a la carte so this client 
she just wanted wall art for above her fireplace, which Michael did uh, four matted frame prints for me um, for above her fireplace. But I was like, what about your bathroom? What about, she has an amazing apartment, um, like high rise Miami, you can see east and west, like on the, on the ocean. And I was like, you've got like, you have so many rooms in here that we could fill. So it was above her fireplace. She did uh, one photo in her walk-in closet. She did two photos in her guest bath. She did one photo in her bathroom. And then she did a photo wall for her in-laws house. And then she did a photo wall for her ex-husband's house. Um, and then she did two matted print museum cases. Um, and then, yeah, so the products alone were like 38 something, 38,000. And then I added my commission fee to that and it came to about 40 grand. Yeah, people will buy it. You should see me though. I was like, the, my highest sale before that was like $4,500. And I'm like adding, I'm adding stuff on her invoice, which she can't see. And she's like, yeah, I love that. And I'm sitting there going, I don't know how I'm going to tell her, like, how am I verbally going to be like 38,100? Like, and I'm sitting there and I'm sweating and I'm just like, I don't know how I'm going to do And finally I was just like, set it up buttercup. And I, you know, my biggest thing that I learned with IPS is to like, say the price and shut up. And I said it and I was like, what card do you want to put this on? And I shut up. And she was like, let me grab it for you. And I was like, oh. <laughs> like when I got off the phone, I was yeah. like, that didn't like that. I called my parents. I was like, oh my, like, I just couldn't believe it. And of course, like days until it cleared and I ordered everything. I was like, she's going to call me. And you're like, this is crazy. And she thanked me like to hand somebody that much money. She was getting her Invisaligns taken off. And she was like, here, let me give you my card information. Like it was like, she was buying like a lunch. Yeah. I was like, Okay. Like nothing. This is, yeah. This is different. So what's amazing is when you do something like that, like that's all it took for me to be so confident. Like people value it and they will pay it. And now I like I say numbers like it's nothing. Like when I talk to and I have people that I just had a family that booked me and she said her budget was like, you know, forty five hundred to sixty five hundred. But the questionnaire that I sent to her before our, our discovery call was, you know, how do you, I always ask people, how do you envision enjoying these photographs? And I put on their mm. albums, uh, wall art or, um, matted prints. I don't say anything about digitals. I never talk about digitals. So she had put, I know we want to do wall galleries. I'm thinking an album. And so I was, I, she and her husband were on the phone and I was like, I know you put $4,500, but what you put, we're talking 15,000 up. Like, are you okay with this? And they were like, yeah, we know, like, this is really important to us. Like, we have a one-year-old, like, we want to move forward with this. But I think your clients start respecting you so much more when you're just like, this is, like, what you want realistically is going to be this much. And then what that does for you, the rest of the session, when you're planning, when you're designing walls, it gives you this ease of, like, I have the room to create what I want to create as an artist because they've given me the permission. So finding those clients that give you the permission. And I don't what I thought about when you asked if I bring like samples and stuff when I meet people, I also don't have, like, I have none of Michael's cor frame corners. I don't have, like, I don't bring stuff when I meet people because it's at a level where I design them a wall gallery. And I say, I think you need the black frames with a four inch white mat on this wall. And they're like, we trust you. Like you get to a level where they're not going to a store and picking things out. They're like, I hired you because I don't want to think about it. And you are the artist. 
So I want you to conceptualize this and just create it for me and I will pay you for it. Like once you get to that level, like I will never go back because now I get to just create what I want to create. Like it's so freeing. Yeah. And imagine like your personal satisfaction as an artist is like through the roof in terms of the roof how you feel fulfilled through the roof. Like your happiness like not as burnout like all no stuff. resentment and i tell them like you know when we schedule your session date i block out the day before and after in case we have weather because most most of my family sessions are outside and so that level of i don't have to worry about booking 20 clients a month to pay my bills at this point i can give them such a level of service to where they are getting me like I'm blocking this out. If it rains on Tuesday, don't worry. We'll do it. We'll do it Wednesday if we have to do it Wednesday. Like, I just know before I couldn't do that because it was like, well, I need to like, I need to do this or I need to, I need to do this to make money. And now it's like, no, you got me. Like, we're we're all good. And they're allowing me again because it's quality. I tell them like it'll be like a month before you even we sit down and do your ordering session because I have to design your gallery walls. I have to get my film back. Like it's it's a process, and they're okay with it. Like. The people I work with value the quality of it and they don't care that it, they don't want it rushed. They don't, yeah. it, it's for their house. They're like, I don't need it next week. It's fine. Like take your time. Mm-hmm. And they're, yeah. The, and they're used to getting custom stuff made. Yes. Regularly. Like they yep. go through the process with their kitchen cabinets, with the couch, yes. or the kitchen table they had made yep. or like yep. whatever. Yes. Like it's, they're used to the, going through the process they like enjoy the process they enjoy they don't it's like a you know you eat at a nice restaurant it's not fast food like you slow down you take your time you enjoy you taste everything yeah like you savor it so like as photographers i just think there's so much room to take clients through those experiences that are just not yeah. being served in a lot of ways. Um, and it's, I, I, you know, I mentor people that are scared because they're like, I don't know if I'm yeah. like at a place where I want to serve the luxury. I don't even know if that, and I'm like, take luxury out of it. Like what I'm talking about is a level of service. Like I have to charge what I charge because I'm spending so much time with them, but you can start somewhere where you're, you know, charge what you want to charge. Maybe these people have never had custom cabinets. Maybe these people have never had gone to French Laundry and had a dining experience that they'll remember forever. But what you're giving them now, you are that level of service that now they're going to be like, I can't go back. I can't go back after this. Like, how would I hire another photographer after I've had like someone who did all of this for me? So, like, I mean, I, I work with mostly wealthy people, but I also have clients that save up to do this and get like my smallest collection. And, and they're like, this is like, I'm like, I love this so much. Like payment plans with me sometimes. Like mm-hmm. I want this so badly. And people are like, don't you feel bad? Like taking their money? I'm like, no, I didn't. I'm not making them work with me. Like they want to work with me. So mm-hmm. again, I, I feel like it's hard for a lot of photographers because it, we can do it. And usually when you can do something, you don't value it as much. Like I would never pay another photographer that much, but these people don't know, they can't take photos of their own families and they don't want to. So yeah. giving them that level of service. Right. Yeah. And they're busy doing their, whatever they do. Like they just mentally, they don't want to put the energy into it. Like they yeah. want to hire a professional. Yeah. I talk about all the time. I have no, I have no art hanging in my house and we've been here two years. Like, it's so funny how I do this for a living, but I'm like, the thought of even doing it overwhelms me. So it's like, how could I expect 
a, a person who doesn't even do this to want to do this for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a lot. Of, yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Um, so let me see. I was trying to see if there was some questions. Yeah. So uh, Melinda asked, "How much time are you spending with your client during the actual session?" The actual session is usually about an hour. Um, if kids are involved, it depends on the kids. Could be forty minutes. Could be an hour and a half. If it's like a boudoir session and it's like taking a while to get her comfortable or, or whatever else, you know, I'm 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 charging enough that if it took two hours, I, I'm fine. Like I, that's the other thing is that I'm not sitting there like, okay, well, they only pay me for an hour, or I have somewhere else that I need to be. It's like I can. It, are you uncom- like I can spend more time with you? Um, if they, my other thing is, is when you're doing IPS if you want me to hang out for four hours and we go to four different locations and you bring grandparents in and so like i'm not even charging you extra because i know on the back end how much money i'm gonna make selling that stuff to you so mm-hmm. also like kind of feeling out your your clients um and just being like I'm, I'm fine with this like this takes longer but usually like 40 minutes to an hour i'm sitting with my clients yeah because people are like i'm over it even adults are like, okay, this is good. This is good. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. The, the thing that I'm, so my, I'm trying to, I'll try to keep this really short. So like my personal history was like, I was, I grew up in Missouri, very poor, like literally grew up in a, a trailer. Yeah. Um, divorced parents, like, um, you know, not, dad was a truck driver, like not, I did not come from any sort of money or, anything me neither <laughs> like, like, you have to work every day of your life to get yep. you know just to, like scrape by um but so I, I even me like i have like mindset issues of like i'm trying to like get through stuff and like educate myself of like yep. how other people see time and money and different things like mm-hmm. that because it's i didn't grow up that way yep. um one thing i'm i'm learning i would say in the last couple months or this year is if if you if you price yourself correctly like and sustainably like it creates space um you know like if you walk into a it creates space like emotionally it creates space like physically it creates space mm-hmm. time wise like um you have time to like work out like you have time to like do healthy things that every every person should be doing but yeah. it just takes a certain amount of money to to do that um and so you know it, i don't know so in general there's just like this um it's a lower level of stress like if you go to like a really nice hotel or something like there's usually fewer rooms like there's just not mm-hmm. as many people like there's just there's yeah. physically there's just more s- space and you're like yeah. this feels nice like there's just yeah. You know, and not that you have to do that every day of your life, but there's times and moments where you're like, you know, the lower end is always crowded, more stressful, more hurried. Um, there's not enough time. Yep. Uh, everything needs to be automated. It has to fit through like a, a machine that goes in one end, comes out the other, and like you can't yep. get anything else. Um you know everybody else gets the exact same thing da, da, da. so <clears throat> just this concept of like space is something i just am trying to really like think about and um carve out for 
for photographers for ourselves so like when we serve photographers like you know part of the reason like we charge what we charge is because it creates the physical space for us to like have phone conversations with people otherwise yeah. or or to get we have space to like actually answer that email in a quick turnaround time or mm -hmm. like answer that chat that like just came in within like five minutes if we don't have that <laughs> if we don't have that space we might get not get to that chat to like for three days, which I've chatted yeah. companies before, and they're like, our average re reply is like twenty four to thirty yeah. hours, and so yep. immediately I'm like, Ugh, yep, this sucks. So I, you know, I'm yep. paying another penalty, like I have to wait three days to like get a simple answer. So, um, I don't know. For me, it's like creating that space is something yeah. I'm really focusing on. But I think it just it's just this ripple effect down the whole partnership of everybody from the client yeah. to the photographer to like the print lab who's making everything um nothing does hasn't doesn't not, not everything has to be stressed 24 7. yeah <laughs> and i grew up in a house that was, i know i know Same. Same. struggle a worry a stress like Same. you know and it's the mindset and that's what i talk about all the time that you and i said that one before we got on here it's like 99 percent is mindset and and I've had so many money blocks. Like one of those people that's even if I had a billion dollars in my account, I would be like, "Wow, well, I can't." You know, what if I get cancer tomorrow, when I get like, I'm just a, naturally like a pessimistic person. So that that growing on that side, and but it's so true. Like money will come and money will go, but we live once, and especially like now having my daughter, you better believe you're gonna pay me what I'm what I'm asking for before I even get on the phone with you because. I don't like, I don't have time. I work three days a week now. Like time is money at this point. Like I don't, I don't play around with that. And I think mm -hmm. so many people are, their lives are just so many photographers, their lives are just flying by because they're taking so many clients because it's just like, why well, I'm, I'm too afraid to charge what I need to charge. And I work with people that have done their cost of doing business and are still charging under that. And I'm like, you are taking money out of your family's pocket. Like, how are you going to tell your kid that they can't go do this or have this because you wanted to give some stranger a discount. How is that fair to your family? So changing that mindset of it's better for everyone and you're going to be better for your clients if you charge more money because you're going to, like you said, be able to work out and rest and be recharged. And I always go back to the resent thing because so many years I had resentment toward my clients. But again, it was my fault because I was the one setting those prices. So really sitting down and figuring out not just your cost of doing business, but do you want to travel? Do you want your kids to travel with you? Do you want to retire by the age of 60? Do you want to live in an RV? Like just really thinking about beyond just the scope of this is what I need to make a living on. Like I, the people I mentor with in my questionnaire, I'm like, do you have a retirement account? Cause so many creatives don't think about that stuff. So mm -hmm. like we need to work toward that, like that too is just as important. Yep. And so that living paycheck to paycheck stuff is just not, mm -mm, mm -mm, nope. Right. Yeah. And it, I mean, most of them, like 70% of America or something, it's like a lot lives paycheck to paycheck. So like yeah. the target market that a lot of people, you know, if you're serving, you know, people that have a lot of money or that can afford some of the stuff or value it enough to save to pay for it or pay for it over yeah. time or whatever, like it's, um, it's a smaller audience, you know? Yeah. So, and I know that is there are privileged things of saying that and like I can take these clients on and I could wait a while for me to get my first client because I had money saved or whatever else. I there are always gonna be exceptions. Like don't get me wrong. And there are clients that don't value photography in that way. And I'm glad that there are photographers that serve that client. This is more this talk is for people who are like, I got into this 
because I wanted to create art. Like that's why I got into this and I'm drowning. Like I can't do this anymore, charging what I'm charging or not giving that level of service to my clients. Like yeah. that's, that's like, I, I want to be clear on that. I'm not like everyone can charge thousands of dollars. Like I get it. There are always exceptions to the rule, but so many people can and don't. Right. Yeah. No, I love it. Um, Brooke uh, had a really good question. She said, this is um, exactly what I want to create. Do you think this can be done right from the start? feels like zero to a hundred, but I want to begin the way I mean to continue the way I see my value <clears throat> myself, my business way. Um, yeah. The value I want to offer to others. So what I, what I, it's one of my favorite things, um, business wise is saying that pricing is positioning. I 100, if you want to appeal to a high level client and your prices are not expensive enough, they will not hire you. When I was in the wedding world and I was ending, I was working with high end wedding planners and I can't tell you how many of these planners were like, you photographers think that when we send a client your way, that that client ends up not going with you because your price too high. It's because you're too low. And then like, the amount of minds that were blown, I was like, oh my, like you sit here and think no one would ever pay this. I'm too high. You're losing clients that come to your website because they're like $500. Like, like think about when you gotten something for free or cheap, or you've paid a lot of money for something, which one do you usually value more? It's the one that you've spent some money on that you had to save up for that, that experience that you have. Every time you look at it, you're like, I'm worth this. I did this for myself. So I absolutely think that you can change over. When I changed from weddings to portraits, I raised my price like thousands of dollars overnight because I was like, why the hell not? Like, this is the only way that I'm going to be able to get out of the weddings. And, you know, I go by the 18 month rule, which is when you're changing anything, you're starting to plant the seeds and it's going to take a while. Like, it's not going to happen overnight, but you have to keep nurturing. Go to those events, meet people, talk to people, and just know that it's going to take time. But once it starts happening, then you're starting to work with those people, get referrals from those people, and then it starts to build. The other thing is, I have no shame in saying, edit, I, I still to this day take editing work. I love editing. I'm a weirdo like that. And for me to be able to like sit and watch Netflix and edit all day, like great side <laughs> gig. I do that every once in a while just so that I can keep taking the clients that I really want to take. Because if, you know, I'll have months where I have two clients and they each pay $10,000 and then I have three months where I don't have a client. Like I'm very realistic about like how much I work and, and stuff, but it works. It evens out to where I'm making what I want to make. But in the meantime, I get so nervous about money that I'm like, well, let me just take some editing jobs because I enjoy doing mm -hmm. this. So I think that there are other ways that you could kind of have a side hustle to where you are not having to take these clients that you don't want to take. Um, and if you have to start a little bit slower, that's okay too. My thing is when I teach my process and stuff, I'm not saying you have to charge what I charge. You might find something that works for you. My whole thing is level. I'm teaching like level of service. And what, but what I think you're going to find is when you start giving that level of service and get into the IPS world, you're going to naturally just start charging more because you're like, oh my God, that took so much time. And I want to spend this time with my clients. I want to create vision boards and wall art and all of this stuff. So it just kind of naturally progresses. Um, I absolutely do think that you can do it. And if you're in a small town, I say, what's the closest town 50 miles from you? Why can't you go to like a town next to you 
and, and network there and market there. You absolutely can. It doesn't have to be exactly where you are. You can be a destination photographer. You can travel to people. Um, you can price yourself to where you're like an all day family vacation photographer, charge $20,000 and give them an album at the end of it and, and say, here you go. Like there's always ways around it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's people that do that. They get paid to go on vacations with other people to like document it. Yeah. I love all day sessions. They're so much fun. Uh, Brooke, how does Shannon, or I mean, Shannon, how does Brooke get a hold of you? Just email Instagram. Uh, yeah, so my email is super easy. It's Shannon at ShannonGriffin.com. Yeah. You can go to my Instagram too, but I don't check. I'm I'm so like all day on my emails. I don't check my right. Instagram as often. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Um, I was trying to think. I know we're. No. We've touched on a lot of <laughs> stuff. Uh, do you, I mean, do you have any other topics? I mean, I've got a list, but I think we've covered a lot of them one way or another. Does anybody else have any questions in the chat? Um, Annie sent you a DM on on Musea Spaces, so you can check. Okay, that. yeah, perfect. Which also will get an email. Um, so yeah, so if people are like your mentoring, like, do they just need to contact you? Yeah, I have a whole process directly. page that I send over where I can give them all of the information. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, uh, oh, she Instagrammed you. On, yeah, she DM'd you on Insta. Okay. Okay. No issues. I'll I'll check it. Cool. Well, thank you. Yeah, this is um, was has been awesome. Uh, you continue awesome. to like, yeah, inspire and you know love everything you do. So thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, I do. I want to say something before I leave, but just because it changed the way that I run my business. Um, and I could talk about it forever, but I was there's a really high end stationer that's one of my close friends. We met in a mastermind group and he changed the way that I look at this. So what we learn from most photographers is you get people in at a low fee, like three fifty session fee, right? And then you make all your money on products. He was like, Why aren't you charging on the front end? Yes. Because yes. So <laughs> that's why my creative fee went whoop, because and I eventually like my goal is to be like ten thousand dollars just to get all my books. Like that is my old like that's the kind of photographer yeah. I want to be. Because when I thought about it, it's like, okay, true. Like I can only take so many sessions a year, month, week, day. Like I only have so many hours in my life, right? So why aren't they paying for my vision instead of paying for a piece of paper? Not that what you guys do is a piece of paper, but you Ooh. there's no framed print if I haven't taken the photo. Like I yeah. am the artist. So getting out of this IPS headspace of like, get them in low, get them in low. I just want clients because once you get to that level where someone's paying you $1,500 just to get on your books, it is a different level of client and they value and trust what you do. And at that point, when you're like, yeah, a, a framed, like my framed art by eight by 10 is a thousand dollars. And it's like, people are like, what? And I'm like, but these clients wouldn't it be weird if I was charging $1,400 to work with me and then my eight by 10 was $50? Like that just doesn't make sense. So I think there's a way to make money on both ends, but people start charging more for your time and value. Like your vision, you are the only one that can create that art, charge for it. You can only do so many sessions in your lifetime. Charge, charge, charge for it. I don't care if you make your prints way cheaper and make your time more valuable. Like figure that part out, but I think everyone should definitely charge more on the front end and we're just not doing that as an industry. Yeah. 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 I've been kicking around this idea in my head of like, just curious of 
I was like, man, I wonder if photographers, they just kind of have a wedding, like wedding photographers do it one way where they're like, I'm 10 grand or 15. You charge a lot because you give the digitals. Or like it'll include an album, whatever. But like, it's a big number, like right off the gate, like, you know, but then like family portrait photographers, they totally opposite. They're like, we started at like sub 1000 and they try to upsell all the way to 15,000. Yeah. And which is like, just, just, it's just like you're lifting that far. Like it seems like a yep. huge lift. Yep. Um, so I've always wondered, I was like, there's gotta be like a wedding or somewhere a photographer that, or a family photographer that is just like, I'm 20 grand and like you get to, in their head, they, you could just, you know, that includes like one wall gallery that's like up yeah. to some, some other, somewhat out of her space, you know, like you basically pick anything yeah. that would fill like an 80 inch by 50 inch space. Yeah. But like and and my thing is is if, if you're scared and i play around with it sometimes i just do pure commission fee and sometimes i do an art credit with it i feel it i've like played around with it so much yeah. but if you're scared at first do something like that be like my commission fee is twenty five hundred dollars but it's a fifteen hundred dollar art credit because then at that point they're already going in saying all right i'm gonna put this toward art they value the art and then you already know that you're getting a certain amount of money on the front end. So there's ways to do it, but just, I just like encourage everyone just please start charging more for your vision because you you need to be viewed as an artist instead of just a photographer. Like it just cr- it crushes me when people are like, I charge 150 for my session fee. I'm like, ah, yeah. how many of those can you do? Like, right. Yeah. You're, you have to be a factory basically. So yeah. Sorry, I just, I always preach on that part. I'm like, come on. That's right. (laughs) Preach it. Preach it. Let's go. (laughs) Cool. All right. Well, uh, appreciate you again. And um, thank you. Thank you for taking the time. I know you're busy, but take a hug your, hug your kiddo for me. I will. (laughs) All right. Thanks everybody for hanging out. We'll, uh, Put this on a podcast uh, so if you want to re-listen or re-watch it i'll put it back in the group uh here in a, an hour or two so thank you cool. thanks michael all right you're welcome talk to Bye. everybody later all right <laughs> see you